There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Mrs. Booty, your alternative adult shop. Looking for a naughty novelty gift? Then look no further. Mrs.Boutique.com Subscribe to our mailing list to receive updates on sales and new products. We did it. <laughs> okay, so it is 4.30 and we are currently live in the Paradise Club, but I am going to wait just a few minutes and allow people to... Ooh allow people to get notified and pop on and we will start the conversation in just a few moments. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I see viewers are starting to come on. So we're going to wait, just take a few more moments and allow it to kind of just like do its thing and for, you know, people to catch on and whatever. So for those of you that are on, if you want to jump into the comments field and say, hey, and, you know, share with me who you are, if I don't recognize you, that would be awesome because I love, you know, chatting with those and, and knowing who I'm talking with. And if I don't know you, it will be great to get to know you. And I think that you might see the title and the title is one thing we should all know if, uh, you know, we're going to be a swinger. And it was built by all lifestylers. It's not my own list. So that means it's a contribution by the community. And uh, if you have a co- uh, topic or, um, or or an item that you think belongs on this list, then you drop it in there. Okay, viewers. At 4.32, <laughs> we will begin. Oh, it's 4.32 now. So it's time to get the show started. So for those of you that don't know me, I am Mizzy Bender. I usually come to the club and vend Mizzy's Boutique and do an educational piece with Wendy. I have not been there in a while. I'm super sad because we were supposed to come maybe two weekends ago, but since we come from Long Island, the weather held us up and we were not able to come, which is super stink- super stinky. Um, I think that we're due to come back next year now with the timelines that are in place. But with that, I also have my own podcast, The Mizzy Bender Show, and we go through all sorts of different topics for um, lifestyle purposes. And it's not just swinging, it's, you know, uh, it's a variety of different topics. So it's well-rounded, but, you know, of course, in the swingers world, because that's where we all exist. And the Paradise Club wants to bring more educational pieces to the Facebook group, so I'm coming to you with education, trying to engage you guys on a different kind of level, not just the meme sharing and photo sharing, which is all lovely, of course, but sometimes something like this is much more engaging and powerful. So feel free to drop any comments that you want in the comments field. I can multitask and go back and forth, manage it and answer your questions. Although we are specifically talking about the one rule that everybody should know, feel free to drop whatever you feel is relevant to the conversation because we can zigzag and we can go in any direction we want and I'll always bring it back home to the topic at hand, but please feel free to be flexible in your mindset. So the way that I work the discussion threads is is I come up with a topic and then I'll post it in our private group and I'll allow the community to put all their thoughts down because I think that it's super fair to get a perspective from both men and female aspects of the lifestyle. And I can't provide all of the information for you because I think that that's super one-sided. So I do really like to make it a collaborative effort and involve everybody. So although it is one thing that everybody should know, it's actually a combination of so many different things because so many humans commented on the thread itself. So we'll go through each one of them and then I'll add like my own commentary to that bullet point as well as you. I would really encourage you to 
contribute to the comments because it makes the live sessions so much easier to be able to flow and go through. I could definitely do it on my own, but it's so much more fun if you talk to me back. So please do so. Now, a lot of these things are going to seem like no brainers, but unfortunately there are things that needs to be, there are, they are things that still need to be said out loud. So starting with bullet point number one on all the one thing that all lifestylers should know, and it's not even just lifestylers, it's if you're, if you're a fucking human being, is no means no. I think that we misinterpret sometimes uh, a lack of a no for no, or maybe it could be, you know, I don't know, misinterpreted for a yes. There needs to be very clear wording used. Yes, I want to play with you. No, I don't want to play with you. And if I say no, that means no. And there is no more trying. There's no more pushing. There's no more conversation after that. Hey, we could be friends, but I'm not going to bang you. So no means no and whatever that means. So I think that we could all take that as a fair takeaway for the conversation. Consent. And that goes with the exact same thing that I was just talking about. Consent is key. Unless they're physically, unless they are not saying those, unless they are saying those words, yes, I wanna play with you, then consent is not out there. There's no, mm, there's no maybes, there's no drunken slur, there's no, I'm drunk and I can't really use my words or intoxicated in some sort of way and can't use my words. These things are unacceptable. Unless you specifically hear the words yes, then it's a no. And that is just what we should all just work with. And then honesty. So these first couple, I think, are just, you know, the basic kind of things that we should talk about. But then there are some ones that need, like, deeper explanation. So the next one is honesty. And I think honesty is, I think that it could go in a lot of different ways. Number one, you need to be honest in what your composition is in your relationship. If you are in a relationship, you know, you need to be super honest and transparent as to what those rules and boundaries are. You also need to be super honest with yourself and super honest with your partner. And then together, you guys have to be super honest with your playmates. So there's a few things that I look for and whether I think that they should happen or not, it's so weird. I see that there are comments, but... Um, I don't actually see where the comments are. I mean, I see it, but I don't think that Facebook is showing them to me for some reason. Hmm. Um, all right, we're going to see how this progresses. Unfortunately, if... Oh, there it is. For some reason, I can only see it if I go down some. So let me see here. Um, so Josh says... Even if you hear yes before the person is drunk, you still need to hear yes at that moment when asking again. A hundred percent. I think that that's a really important call out because you could be talking earlier in the night and have so much chemistry with somebody and think that things are going really well and you guys can have a conversation about playing, but then the night goes on and then more beverages happen and who who knows what else happens that there now needs to be that touch point, you know, that this person is condoning and consenting again. So across the board, I think that that's super relevant. And I think that that was really important to call out. So thank you so much for that, Josh. Bubby, thank you so much for joining the show. I love having you here. So honesty is also, you know, I might take things to like a certain degree of probably too much sometimes, but I rather that than nothing at all. And I rather make sure that I'm over speaking that's gonna make me feel most comfortable in what I'm doing in my lifestyle. So maybe not everybody takes it to you know this degree, but I do think that it's super important to share with your play partners how many people you're playing with, how frequently you play with others, because I think that this kind of then allows them to make the decision if you're their proper play partner or not. Because I I truthfully, I love more discreet and I love more the scenarios that not everybody knows what I'm up to or who I'm playing with. I like that really confidential type of atmosphere. I mean, I live so publicly, so people misinterpret a lot of my photos and a lot of different things that go on. And you know what? To a certain degree, that's like the name of the game and that's part of the business and all that jazz. And I thoroughly enjoy all those things and all those moments that I'm having. But when it comes down to actual play, 
I want it to be more in more private with maybe not those that are, are playing so much all around me and stuff like that. So I make the decision on who I want to play with based upon what they're telling me. And in that honesty conversation, I think that it's important to share how frequently you do play with people and what's going on. I don't want to know who they are, but I think that it's a fair thing to talk about and it's not something that's out of line. And I think that it's super important for people to understand that we're allowed to ask any kind of questions that we want if we are going to be play partners. And then it's your choice to decide whether or not you want to, you know, interact with that person based upon what their thoughts and questions were. So when it comes down to the honesty, I just think that it's really important to be super transparent and be very truthful in what it is those are telling you know, those that are responding to you and what they're sharing with you and vice versa, right? You want to be treated how you treat others. So that's how I take it. And I just share everything. You know, we were just recently recruiting, quote unquote, a new play partner and when we were having the conversation before playing, I think that he was trying to get a feel for how Spencer and I interact. And he was trying to understand what our activities were like and getting a feel for just like who we were and what he was getting himself into. And I thought that it was all relevant because I think for a play partner to be on the same page as us, we have to have an understanding of some basic idea of what our lifestyles are like. Now, granted, everybody has a different play style, so everybody's perspective and thoughts are gonna be very different on this topic. So the honesty subject can go in so many different ways, but it's all relevant based upon what you're looking for and what your needs are. Okay, so going back to how I was sharing about, you know, I have a lot of photos and, and different things on social media and they can be interpreted any which way, you can't assume that people play with who you know you can't assume that just because you see something like that somebody's playing with that person and even if you do assume that it's none of your business to ask whether or not we play or we don't play i think that that's part of the rule of the lifestyle is confidentiality and keeping everybody's privacy and that to me is something that i hold really you know true to i don't really like when people you know, tell me who they're playing with. And I don't like that name dropping stuff and things like that because in to a certain degree, I feel like you're like outing that person. Now it's different if you guys all have a very social relationship and things are really bold and vibrant and everybody's on the same page and whatever. Well then, you know, like live your life and do your thing because we do have some play partners and, and different people like that in our lives that it's like that, but not with everybody. So discretion when it's needed and understand who it is that you're playing with and what's going on and what they ask of you and what they need from you from a play partner perspective. Okay, I see that there's another comment, so I'm going to scroll down quick and see what this is. Oh, what's up there, my friend Nicholas? How are you? I haven't seen you in a while. I do hope that you're having a good week and are, you know, getting things started in a very successful way. Okay, so never assume who plays with who and never ask if that's what the, the situation is. So these are contributions by community members. So these are not my my bullet points. I'm just reading them and adding my commentary to them. So feel free if I drop one of these and you have a completely different perspective than I do, please put it in the comment field because having different thoughts and different ideas and understandings and different interpretations is super important to share out with everybody so we get a balanced understanding across the board and just get different different mindsets in here. This is all kind of one, one person's comment, so they broke it down in different levels. So the first part of hers was never assume who's playing with who and don't ask. And then just because somebody flirts with you does not mean that's the invitation to bang. Listen, I flirt with a lot of individuals. I'm a very sensual, like, I'm, I love that, right? I love kissing other people. I love just caressing and things. When consent is there, and when we're all on the same page, of course, I don't just go up to anybody in the club and start doing that. But just because I come up to you and I'm being flirtatious with you and 
you know, whatever. That doesn't mean at that moment in time that like, I just want to fuck you. That's not what it is. Maybe I find you attractive. Maybe there's something interesting about you. And I'm just kind of getting my feet wet and getting this conversation developed here. So don't ever take it from zero to 60 so quick because nobody likes that. And I feel like that's like a little bit aggressive. So just like kind of take your time with it. If you see somebody's flirting with you, give a little flirt back, sort it out some, have some conversation and see where it goes. Don't automatically assume that it's a reach out because they want to fuck. That's not always the case. And just in, I guess this is the same part of the conversation is just because they say hi to you doesn't mean that either. So there'll be times that we'll be at an event and we see others just kind of like chilling around around the venue, you know, maybe not interacting with others. And as hosts and different guests, we like to go up to others and do an intro. I would be lying if I said I was the one that made the initial thing. I'm not. Usually it's Spencer. Maybe it's Luna. Somebody in the group is doing it and I tag along. I'm not outgoing in that way. I'm working on it. I am trying, but not my forte. So if They say, oh, hey, we have this really great person we want you to meet, and we all go over there. That's not a sign of us saying, like, we want to bring you into a play scene. That's a sign of us being gracious and trying to invite you and be more part of the event and introduce you to others and, you know, kind of just get you integrated into the evening. So you can't take everything as it's the initiation to fuck because that is not it ever, hardly. So it has been a minute, Nicholas says. Thank you, going well. Good, I'm really happy to hear that. Okay, so yeah, so all these different things, you have to make sure that you're not misinterpreting because although we are all in the lifestyle for some sort of sexual desire, it doesn't mean that all of our sexual desires are the same and that we all act act them out the same and that we're all on the same playing field when we're trying to act them out. So it's really important to just have basic vanilla manners at hand when you are interacting with everybody from the start you know like of course there are there are a few types of individuals right you'll know the individuals that are coming at you just because they want to bang and at this stage of the game i feel like those are more in the few and far in between than those that need a little bit more time and prefer the friendship as i watch the migration of the lifestyle and learn more people and see how they interact and what their behaviors are and the questions that are asked to me. This is what I'm gathering. And so I speak more on the masses side of that more friendship kind of thing prior, you know, more so than just like the direct swinger approach. So maybe if you're that direct swinger, maybe all of this stuff that I'm sharing isn't necessarily part of what your behaviors are. And if that is the case, I would love for you to comment so we could have that perspective too because there has to be a fine line and a little bit more of a balance on how much we communicate on this side versus how much communication is going on on the straight swinger side of things Um, and I would just love to learn a little bit more about that mindset myself so we could add that in so overall just don't assume if somebody's interacting with you it's because they want to bang you it could just be because they like you and that's that Now, this is a big one that I know that a lot of ladies really want emphasis on, and that's not, and the emphasis is, is that not every female is bisexual. We all have to remember that just because we're in the lifestyle does not mean we're just fucking anybody and everybody at any given moment in time. No, and just because, you know, there's a female at hand does not mean that she wants the vajayjay too. You know, there are a lot of females that take super offense to the assumption that they are bisexual. And that causes a lot of issues. I think that it's really important from the start, if you are bisexual and are looking for a couple that has a bisexual wife for that whole thing to go down the way that you want it to, to ask upfront and make sure you're super clear. Because I do that. If I come in the company of somebody that I think is I, you know, interesting to me, I will right at the start ask them, are you bisexual? Or I won't ask them that. I'll ask them, do you like girls? Because I think that people's, you know, labeling is all over the board these days. So I I generally just ask, like, are you into girls? And if you are, is it okay for me to rub up and touch on, you know, just whatever with you? And that's how I go about my approvals. And I think that cutting out the assumption that everybody's bisexual is super important to our own like personal spaces and I'll give you an example so my 
story with the lifestyle and becoming part of the lifestyle was I was not a swinger, but Spencer was. And so he brought me into his world and I didn't know anything about it. Now, I was really intrigued because I did know that there was a part of me that did like females. Like growing up, I always thought that they were attractive and had like these different crushes and stuff. And I had one opportunity to kiss a girl like right before I met my ex-husband, but that wasn't anything that he thought was like appropriate or anything of the sort. So at no point in time was there ever a moment where I even tried to explore that. So it was kind of just like my own reserved thing, good or bad, I don't know, whatever. So come come now and I meet Spencer, I'm like, oh, this is great. I get to explore and sort this out and see where this is, but I was still going at my own pace, right? He had taken me to a few events and maybe it might have been my third event that he had in Rhode Island. We were at the club and there was this chick that like I would interact with on social media all the time. And at this point in time, I had not made the decision whether or not I was ready to fully be with girls or what. I was still in I was still trying it out as well as trying to sort out what this whole lifestyle thing was and learn mind-bender parties at the same time. So not only did I need to figure out who I was in the lifestyle, what I needed from the lifestyle, what the lifestyle meant, I needed to figure out the business and the girls and all these different things, right? So we're at this party and this fucking chick comes up to me and she just like tongue mount, you know, she just like tongues me so hardcore and it was like not really great. She was super drunk and it was really sloppy, but I was really taken back. And I felt somewhat violated to a sense because number one, just because I talk to you on social media does not mean anything. Number two, you didn't even ask me if I specifically like girls or not, or if it was okay to come into my personal space. And I was very like, oh my God, like, I don't even know what just happened here. This is not my normal thing. I'm not sure. So there was a lot of different things that were going on for me at that point in time, but she should have never done that. You know, hold your alcohol the right way. Don't just go into people's personal space. Don't just assume, assume because I'm a girl that, you know, I'm going to fuck you because you're a girl that it's not like that. Right. And I'll even add into there, girls, just because uh, we're female does not mean that you get to grope and, and rub up on anybody that you want to. You still have to mind your manners and you still have to m mind people's personal space and ask if it's OK to do any of those things. So it's a really important topic. And, and ladies, I love you. I love you. We just got to do better sometimes. Okay, so these are, I really love these because as a reminder for the viewers that keep rotating through is this is a list of, of must-knows by lifestylers. And so the next one is being polite and open-minded does not mean play. So that could go to the one that we just talked about a little while ago that just because somebody's talking to you does not mean anything. So this seems to be a, a repetitive thing that was posted on there. So I'm assuming this happens more frequently than not. I happen to be just like hardcore on people coming into my orb that I don't really, <laughs> I don't really have these things, which is one of the reasons why I really like having community um, input also, because I operate way differently than I think a lot of people do. And so I'm not sure that sometimes it's fair for me to be even chatting about all this stuff, but I do it anyways. Hey, I mean, why the fuck not? Um, respect. Respect, 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 respect. I mean, there shouldn't even be a conversation around that. We should just all be human beings and, you know, be normal. I think that treating others how you want to be treated is super important and you should live by that, you know, especially in the lifestyle. The lifestyle is supposed to be a place where we all come to, where we are accepted and loved for who we are without having to change. In, in that means that you need to respect everybody for what they are. And if you don't like what they are, then you just move on and they're just not your person. And that's okay too. But you don't have to be negative and you don't have to be rude or obnoxious or make them feel like an outcast. Or, you know, a lot of times there's like these clicks and then something happens and somebody's like banned from the click and like all these weird things go on. But why? We're in the swingers world. We're all supposed to be like love and peace and like fucking bring it back to basics. And so um, respect, I think, is critical in this. And although I'm sad that it's on this list, I guess it's super important to mention. And so we should hold that one with us. Oh, my God. This one's really important, too. Every single one, I'm going to say this. Good hygiene. 
so many different things happen with hygiene. So you can start out your night and you could smell so wonderful and so great. You put on your deodorant, you put on your spray, your body lotions, and you are ready to go and you are fucking on top of the world because you look and feel great. And then you get to the events and you start dancing or you start drinking or maybe you take extracurricular drugs. Who the hell knows what you do? But these things happen and I am mentioning them and these things all change your body temperature. You could be down and dirty dancing on the floor and I, who the fuck knows what. I mean, there's a lot of different things that could be going on that could make us smell. So I always, I always take wipes with me and I always take my deodorant with me and of course like a body spray. I will say I get so freaking nervous now about me smelling because after I don't even know, I don't know if it was COVID or what, but I don't really have the same sense of smell anymore. So I never know. I never know if I smell. So I'm always having like Spencer or somebody smell me up just to make sure because I could, I sweat hardcore and it doesn't matter how much water I drink or anything. There are just times where like, I am just like profusely sweating from the pits and it is obnoxious. So like, I'll go to the bathroom, I'll wash up, I will put my deodorant on, I'll whatever. I wash my JJ. I'll take my wipes into the bathroom, do a little, you know, swoosharoo because, you know, sometimes we're wearing some costume outfits that the fabric feels fucking weird or it's not breathable and various different things are going on. We still sweat from various places. You need to make sure you're washing all this shit up, right? And so if you're one of those that plays at the club and you know that you're going to go play, go do yourself and everybody else a favor and go in the bathroom and go fucking wash up because it is, guys, really stinky. And and ladies, um, we need to be really careful too because the JJs can smell real bad. And if you don't really properly take care of them, it's not going to be great for anybody. So, you know, just bring these little things to the club and, and do that. Or, you know, when you get back to the hotel, go take a shower quick. A lot of times before we play and we're with somebody else, I don't care if we're in their hotel room, we'll go jump in the shower. If you are bisexual with the female, then have them go in the shower with you. Or, you know, if it's just a swap and everybody's okay, take somebody in the shower with you and get your foreplay going or however you want to work it. But keeping the hygiene intact is really important. You know, gum, mints, different things like this. This all goes a very long way. And guys, if you guys are friends at the club, if somebody tells you this, don't take it offensively. Just go and wash up. You know, like this past weekend, we had an incident where, you know, we had somebody come back to our hotel room. We were all just hanging out and just like doing our thing or whatever. But one of us needed to shower. And so myself and somebody else we went in the shower and we did our thing and we came out and then you know graciously told the other person maybe you should go and shower and it wasn't to be rude or anything of the sorts but sometimes we need these little reminders so don't take it offensively or anything like that just take it graciously and go wash yourself up because nobody wants any of that Looking for the ultimate adult entertainment night of your life? Check out mindbenderparties.com Subscribe to our mailing list to receive the latest event listings and updates. Mindbender Parties Mindbender Parties Where life is anything but ordinary. I see there's another comment. Oh, Nicholas, you're funny. Um, he says, I can't smell at all and I have to be extra careful. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what the fuck happened, but... I can't smell Jack anymore, and it is really uncomfortable. You know, I'll tell you what makes me feel so insecure is, so funny enough, I was just recording my podcast for this Thursday, right before I went live here, and I was explaining the situation that happened at work, and I'm very sensitive uh, to my boss. She is currently going through IVF and has some things going on, but I guess like all the hormones and stuff has changed her scent. And I have this really amazing shampoo that makes my hair smell so wonderful. It's like salon type shampoo. So it's very, very um, fragrant. And I had gone to work one day and she was like, what is that? And I was like, what is it? And she's like all up in my head and stuff. I'm like, what is going on? And she's like, oh, you can't come to work with your hair wet anymore. She's like, that's way too strong. And I was like, what? So now I have this in my head that, you know, she can, she has like super sense 
and I go out on a walk on lunch every day and some days it's fucking balls hot out there and I'm sweating even on the days that it's like not necessarily so warm but I am fucking power walking and I'm hustling so I come back and I am sweaty I feel my pits are a little bit wet but then my deodorant's in 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 the office with my wipes and stuff and so you know I try and get in and I'm like is this girl gonna smell me like when I walk through the door because I can't smell myself so I think that that's what made me overly sensitive about my sense of smell and not like knowing what was going on so yeah now I get like super fucking nervous about it but it is at the club and stuff, it is really important. And and I like I said, I know like I sweat so much, especially like when we're dancing and, and you know, like I don't want to be grinding up on people and be like putting all my fucking sweaty stuff all over, you know, somebody. It's like not what I'm looking for. And I certainly don't want to be like yes, sweaty balls and stuff like that. I'm not sure that's like what I'm looking for either. Okay. So this is another important one. Just because we've played previously does not mean that every time we see each other, we're going to be playing. Consent is key every single time. And it's so true. So funny enough, there's this one couple that Spencer and I have a grand old time with. And every single time we see that we play with them almost every single time that we see them. But every single time we see them for the first time, I'll be like, oh, is it okay, you know, for me to be however I want with you and you tonight? And if, if like I'm getting a blanket okay from one of the partners because the other partner's not there or something, like I make sure when the other partner comes back, I'm like, hey, you know, he said it was okay. You know, where are you at or whatever. And at one point in time, the guy was like, are you going to ask me this every single time we see each other? I said, yeah, I am. Yes, I am. Because like, who the fuck knows if you're digging it this time? You know what I mean? Like, I can't assume that just because we have this chemistry every single time we see each other, that it's going to be like that every single time. Maybe there's no other people that you want to, you know, mesh with or whatever. I don't want to assume in any kind of way. So I just think that it's fair to ask. And so, yeah, I always ask. And so I think that that is just a really important thing to put into your mindset is not everybody wants to play every single time. Sometimes people, you know, you play and they're like, okay, well, that was good, but maybe it wasn't the chemistry that I thought it was going to be during play and they just don't want to do it anymore. At that point in time, then you have to accept the fact that you guys are not... Uh, you know, going to play, but then also, you know, you need to accept the fact that you need to have the discussion every single time. Oh, yeah. Hey, thank you so much for joining the show. I am talking about um, these are the one things everybody should know, and this is a list built by other lifestylers. So if there's something that I'm saying or you just want to contribute in your own way, feel free to drop the comment and I will bounce back and forth and we will take care of that for you. So as the list goes on, what do we have here? Not every, oh, I thought this was a great one too. Oh, always a great one. Not everyone is touchy-feely. I come from a zero affectionate family. I get sensory overload when people I don't know keep touching me. That doesn't mean I'm not interested in playing. That just means I'm not your boo. Now this I thought was a great contribution because it's true. Everybody has so many different things that they have dealt with in their life that maybe they're still trying to deal with or not. And this was the perfect example of that. She doesn't come from a really lovey-dovey household. So she's not used to all this stuff. And I'll never forget, I chit chat with this person on social media a lot. When I met her in person, I wasn't allowed to hug her. Now, every single time I see somebody and you know we interact, I will ask you if it's okay if I hug you because I never want to assume that it's okay to touch anybody. So she was that way. And I will, I will tell you, I was shocked when that happened because I didn't realize that anybody would ever say no. You know, when you just are so used to people saying yes, but yes, she said no. But I did not know why she said no. She just was like, no, you know, and like went to shake my hand. So I was like, whatever, totally cool. You know, I went with it. But in my mind, I was like, what's happening here? When I saw this posted, I connected the dots and I was like, whoa, okay. This makes me feel so much better about myself, which is selfish. But I am that way too. Not not the whole touchy stuff, but like I am a certain way and I don't want people in my personal space because of things that I have gone through and whether or not there'll be things that like 
I ever let go of or not. I just need to be able to see who's in my personal space and who's going to touch me and how. And honestly, it's not even a sexual thing that makes me feel this way. It was more, you know, physical kind of abuse stuff that sits with me that like, I don't ever want to be taken off guard and I don't ever want to be in a reactionary state and have those rushing thoughts come through. So I need to, I need to protect my personal space because of these reasons. And Who's going to sit there and tell all this stuff to the person that's trying to do that? Nobody, right? It's not our business why we should or should not be able to do anything. It is our business to recognize that we all go through different things in life and we all have our own journey and the own, uh, you know, things that, that make us sit uneasy that we have built our own coping mechanisms. However you say that works, I still don't think it's right to be able to manage in our everyday lives. So that I thought was a really brilliant point of view to put out there that just emphasizes the facts of, of consent and no touching and making sure you're being super open with your communication and understanding of other people's point of view if it's not necessarily yours and knowing that you don't always need an explanation as to why the answer is just no. So that's a really solid one. Okay, condoms. Condoms, listen, this is a touchy subject for me because I think as adults, you all have to make your own decisions and decide whether or not that's an important thing for you. There is kind of, um, you know, some of it I understand and some of it I don't. So if you're doing it because you don't want to, you know, if you don't, you don't want to get like an STD or something like that, if you're blowing somebody and you don't have the condom on, I mean, you're kind of defeating the purpose. So if we're going to talk about condoms, then I think that we need to talk about condom education across the board. And I don't think that anybody is going to be doing that and, and, you know, blowing anybody with a condom, maybe sometimes, but I mean, I, I've never seen it in the lifestyle. Maybe I've seen it once and I don't even, I think that even might even be too much. I think that might even have been with like somebody that was crossover porn and swinging, but I'm not sure, truthfully. It doesn't matter. So anyways, with that, you have to decide, you know, what works best for you and your partner. Now, Spencer and I, you know, such a great example. The other night, so the other night when we were having our play date with our single guy, at some point in time, you know, Spencer was like, you know, if you don't want to, you don't have to use a condom. And I was like, whoa, buddy, whoa, maybe in the future, not tonight. Tonight you still need to. You know why? Because I don't know how far your sexual behaviors go. I don't know how frequently you are banging anybody. We never had like that kind of conversation. Now, I don't think that he's a playboy, but I also don't know what he's specifically up to so the next time we see him there are follow-up questions that I need to talk to this gentleman about and that is one of them if he's open and honest with us about what he is doing from a play standpoint or his you know sex interactions I will be open to no condoms because I'm not fucking anybody else except for Spencer so I know exactly where we are and what we've been doing and what's going on now this might change because this weekend we are supposed to be potentially hanging out with a couple who's coming to our house. Not that I'm saying that we are guaranteed to fuck, but you know, there's the possibility there. So now here we have this mixed thing where I know we're going into a weekend where there is a potential scenario for this, which I will always use condoms with. And then I have this one. I don't really think that it's appropriate or right to, you know, be doing this activity and not be using a condoms across the board. So, but then there goes into that conversation of I'm not putting a condom on when I'm blowing the guy. So I don't really understand whatever. So clearly my point of view is mixed across the board. So I'll leave it up to you to make the decision on what's important on a protection standpoint in your own regard. Oh, Nicholas, always, always welcome to kiss or hug you. You're always so sweet to me. It is really super fun when we hang out. Okay. Don't assume being in the LS that someone is easy. Just because we like sex doesn't mean we're all going with anyone at any time. I feel like I kind of said something like that earlier. But yes, just because we're in the lifestyle and we all like to have sexual encounters with others doesn't mean that we're just going to bang everybody and anybody at any given time. That's like unrealistic. And granted, maybe that might be somebody's play style and I'm not knocking you for it, but more of the masses, it's not. So you have to just be open and understanding that that's what it is. 
Oh, the follow-up to this was, this is especially true for new people who come to the club and expect a free fall, free for all. And I think that that's a good call out because if you are new, there are those different assumptions as to what it's like when you go to a swing club. I think that many have the idea that you're going and there's a huge orgy happening and that's not what's going on. Uh, not by any means. If you want to know how a real thing works, I personally feel like the flow is everybody gets there at the start of the events. Like an hour, hour and a half goes by. People are just having their drinks. They're chit-chatting. They're mingling. Maybe there's dancing if the club provides that. It's not until like maybe 11, 30, 12 o'clock where people start getting their sexual deviant things going. And it takes time for these nights to kind of like flow and stuff. So if you are a new person, make sure you control the consumption of your alcohol and don't put yourself in a position where in this, you know, intermediate, like beginning part of the night, you know, you're getting all sloppy and everything and then become really aggressive at the end of the night because you don't understand how these things flow. And that becomes more of an educational thing where if you are new, you should concentrate more so on understanding what the environment is and the community members at hand that are at that club to understand what your interactions are going to be. But it is never an assumption that you're going to bang anybody at any point in time. So that is an important um, call out for the newbies. Okay, oh, 13, there are 14 bullet points, so we're almost there. 13, keep your drama out of the public eye work your issues privately oh my gosh yes this is one thing that i can't emphasize enough the drama isn't for anybody else to know if you have a falling out with somebody that's your business it isn't your business to go and share it with anybody else if somebody else has heard of a falling out that you have had with somebody and they approach you on it your response is i'm really sorry i'm just not talking about that with you it's it's not relevant there's no reason to have to smear anybody's name. There's no reason to try and blacklist anybody. We all are individuals and we all interact on different levels. And the way that we connect and intermingle with others is very different than one another. So just because you had a falling out with somebody does not mean that I also have to have a falling out with them. And I'm really hardcore in that point of view because if you're an adult and you know how to manage your emotions and conversations and everything you it, it's irrelevant right we shouldn't have time for these things now it did take me some time to learn that i will be truthful in the beginning of my lifestyle career here i'll call it it was really bad and i had so much fucking drama and there became a point in time where it was like i took it i took it i took it i took it i held on to it Yes, I was trying to defend myself while it was happening, but there did become a point in time where I tried to defend myself publicly. And I just ended up kind of like adding fuel into the fire of what was going on. Now, was it right or wrong? I don't really know, but I do know when I'm, you know, looking back on it, I do wish I held my mouth a little bit more quiet and just kind of like let it be. But there was so much happening. So it was a kind of a learning. We all do it. And then we all get wrapped up into it and it all happens. We just have to know like when it's happening to be like, wait a minute, I need to take a step back and just I can't engage in this anymore and just like let it go quiet. So I understand why and how it happens. We just have to do better at controlling it and the way that we're putting it out to others. You know, um, from a host standpoint and having mindbender parties, um, and the podcast, of course, I do receive a lot of communications and they're almost like fights between people. And what I've recognized on the true issue of what the fights are is the foundations of the relationships within the primary relationships, not the swinging, but the primary relationships. There's an issue at hand and it, they're not strong enough to be in the swingers world and something happens and then there's a break and then there's like this huge fucking blowout that goes on. These are all the experiences that I have had and that have been brought to my table. This is why I have this perspective. Um, I do think that when those drama things do happen, you need to put a halt and go look inward and look at your relationship and understand why this is happening and, and what the turmoil really is and, and why there's this catastrophic um, scenario happening at hand 
And that's for you to deal with yourself and whoever the problem is with, not with the entire lifestyle community. It happens way too often, way too frequently, and it is way messy. Again, the lifestyle is supposed to be a place of loving and accepting everybody for who they are and what they bring to the table, knowing that we're all very different, knowing that we're living in a very alternative space, knowing our kinks are different, the way that we have sex is different, who we want to have sex with and how we do it. It's all going to be, you know, it's all different. So to bring your drama out to anybody, is just an inappropriate place to do it. And we just need more peace and love. That's all we want, world peace, and it's true. It's really true. So lastly, on my list here is discussions of person's boundaries and rules. Yes, okay, so I think that sometimes we miss this also, especially when we're at the club and we're in the moment. A lot of times those rules and boundaries get a little bit bypassed, and then the next day there's some regret that goes on because Somebody did something that wasn't within the rules and boundaries of what that play scene was. Well, it wasn't really clearly communicated, so that's the bigger issue at hand. So we need to do a better job of when we are going to swap play partners, what the actual rules and boundaries are, because you don't want to make that mistake and be in the limelight the next day of whatever that drama could be that we just talked about that something went super wrong. So clearly articulating that, I think, is... Um, a major part of the honesty and consent and transparency and all of that. I think it fits into all one little bucket there. So I would say if the moment you realize after, you know, whatever that you want to play with somebody, you know, of course, don't just go right in with it. I, I would, you know, somehow say, it's been really great chatting with you through this. I think we have some really great chemistry. I would really love to play with you and your partner if you guys are on the same page as that. If so, these are my rules and these are my boundaries and this is a hard no for me or whatever it may be. I think that there's a way that you can present the conversation where you don't come off pushy and you don't come off as you're eager, but you just wanna make sure that you guys are all on the same page and understanding of what is allowed and what isn't when the moment comes that you do get to go into a play scene. Because sometimes I have rules and boundaries conversation with somebody today, but like maybe we don't fuck until like four months from now from whatever the reason is. You know, that happens with Spencer and I a lot. You know, we since we are so personal and we are so intimate with things, the moment has to be just right for us to be able to play. And honestly, if it's not really at our house and maybe not directly right after an event, the chances of it happening are slim to none because I'm never playing at the club. When we're at the club, we're always working in some sort of way or, I mean, it's always work in some sort of way because it's either the boutique or the parties or or whatever the fuck. And so it's very difficult for, for us to, you know, let go for an extended period of time and actually do that. So normally, we find somebody we want to play with that we like, that we get along with, the interactions there. Then we start the group message and we chit chat that way. And then we talk rules and boundaries and all that stuff. And we'll just continue talking until there's a point in time when we're all in the same place at the same time. And the chemistry just runs and rolls and everybody feels good about the moment. And bam, boom, this greatness happens. So that's how it kind of works for me. When you're at the club and you are just going to be going straight into the, you know, going to play, I don't care if you have to have like a 10 minute huddle before the play is starting and you guys are ripping off each other's clothes. You need to pause and you need to speak your words and you need to make sure that you clearly articulate what it is that is okay with going on that's going to be happening with your body because your body, your rules, your temple, you get to say what goes in it, what doesn't and how it happens. And in order for that to happen, you have to have just really clear communication. So that I think is a really great way to end what all the must haves are on your uh, list on the list here. I do see there's another comment. So let's see. So Nick says, love the way that you put that. Thank you. Yeah, I think that it's super important. You know what? So many times. The next day after an event is over, the messages that I receive about the things that happened or did not happen all comes down to a lack of communication 
And it puts me in a really awkward position because I don't want to be the asshole, but I will. And I will be really honest and direct with you on what it is that I think went wrong based upon what it was that you shared with me. And nine times out of 10, it comes down to a lack of communication and not being able to clearly articulate the boundaries. And it's unfortunate. And so that is one thing that I would say in the lifestyle, if you are going to do anything, please just make sure that the communication is at the top of your list. Even if you feel like you are over communicating, there is no such thing because you don't wanna have regrets and you don't wanna feel violated because we are working in a very gray area here. And those are the exact things that happen. A lot of times the next day, there is a sense of feeling violated when something went wrong because it is a sexual act. And so because of that, I think that we have to be very careful on how we are presenting ourselves and making sure that we're protecting ourselves because nobody else is going to do it. And if you're not gonna protect yourself, you can't expect anybody else to do it for you. So it really does come down to making sure you are really strong in communicating whatever your needs and wants are and not feeling like you shouldn't be talking about it or discussing it and bringing it up because if you are going to fuck, then there's no conversation that is off limits my personal perspective. So the next time we are doing one of these live sessions is October 23rd, I believe it is. It's, I think, the last or second to last Monday. It's in the description of this live here. If you have a topic that you would like me to talk about, please send me a message or message one of your admins. I would be happy to put the show together based around that conversation. The last live was a community-based one, and this one was just one that I kind of have been working on that I just pulled out, and here we are. So with that being said, I do hope that you guys all have a lovely night. I am going to transition this into my podcast, so it will be eventually distributed you know, all over the place. So for those of you on the podcast, thank you so much for listening, and uh, I'll talk to you guys all super soon. The Mizzy Bender Show, where no topic is off limits. Join the one and only Mizzy Bender as she talks everything sex, curiosities, fantasies, and more. Subscribe to our mailing list to receive the latest event listings and updates.